Hey, what's up, podcast fam? Thanks for coming on. Let's get to this quick review of the day. <clears throat> if you saw the question of the day earlier, you know that the answer was the odontogenic myxoma. So I wanted to look a little bit more in depth on radiographic features that help to find, or maybe not define, but help to make you think potentially odontogenic myxoma in addition to other characteristics. So this is quick review number 111. What are the key radiographic features of the odontogenic myxoma? The odontogenic myxoma is a benign but locally aggressive tumor with distinctive radiographic features that help in ICS diagnosis. Number one, multilocular radiolucency. One of the hallmark signs of the odontogenic myxoma is its multilocular appearance, often described as resembling a stepladder appearance, right? Usually very straight, right angles and such. Can also exhibit soap bubble appearance, although I always tend to think of that as more of an amyloblastoma, right? Just me personally. Or a honeycomb appearance, and I would put that with odontogenic myxoma, sure, sure. This feature is characterized by multiple radiolucent areas separated by thin septae, giving the lesion a multi-cystic appearance. And I just want to pause here and remember, the macho, the M in macho, macho is the, it, it's the acronym where that helps you give a differential diagnosis for radiolucent lesions in the posterior mandible, right? So macho M, adonogenic myxoma, A, amyloblastoma, C, CGCG, or central giant cell granuloma, Right, H, hemen, hemangioma, or O, the OKC, odontogenic keratocyst. Okay, now, back to myxoma. Two, well-defined margins. Although aggressive, odontogenic myxomas often have well-defined margins. This clarity, however, does not imply a less aggressive nature as the lesion can still infiltrate surrounding bone tissues. Three, non-corticated border, borders. Unlike some other lesions that have a dense sclerotic border, which is corticated, the odontogenic myxoma typically presents with non-corticated, somewhat diffuse borders, making it challenging to determine the lesion's full extent. Four, scalloping between roots. The lesion may exhibit a scalloped pattern extending between the roots of adjacent teeth. Unlike some aggressive tumors, odontogenic myxomas tend to displace rather than resorb the roots. You might see, you might see. Now, you can't say it never does, right? You might see a little bit of, you know, the resorption of the apices of the root a little bit, a little bit of blunting of the roots, but in which case, usually displacement of teeth rather than that. Maintaining the integrity of the tooth structures it's around. Five, displacement of adjacent structures. Donogenic myxomas can cause displacement of teeth, like I said, expansion of the jawbones. The teeth adjacent to or within the lesion are often moved apart, but significant root resorption is uncommon, distinguishing it from more invasive pathology. Six, size and expansion. These tumors can grow to be quite large and often cause significant expansion of the jawbones. This expansion is usually buccolingual leading to cortical thinning and potential perforation, maybe even visible on radiographs. Seven, rarity of calcification. Unlike some other tumors, adonogenic myxomas rarely exhibit internal calcifications within the lesion. The absence of calcified structures within the radiolucent areas can help differentiate from other mixed radiolucent radiopig lesions, such as the CEOT, right? Um, among the, among a few others. All right, friends, that's it for this one. I did include, it was about a 10, 11 minute review this morning on the question of the day. 
um, I, would, I would ask you to refer to that one because I included some passages from Omafest Secrets as well as Peterson's textbooks there. Okay, some really good in, in, include, I included some really good information there. Okay, this is separate. This is more based on articles, articles found and stuff, okay? All right, friends, thanks for listening. Let me know what you think of these. A lot of discussions going on on LinkedIn. Okay, if you, if you can get me on LinkedIn, I'll get you back. Just let, let's connect there. We could have some really good, we could continue the discussions there. Um, and I, as always, I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast. I love podcasting. Maybe if, if you like this episode, just let me know what you think. Let me know if you want to come on the podcast and we'll go from there. Send me a DM, LinkedIn, Instagram's best. Uh, let me know. All right, friends, you have a great rest of the Thursday. Happy Friday tomorrow. So it's funny, one of the nurses in the pre-op area on the anesthesia floor, she was like, happy uh, Friday Eve. (laughs) We're finding everything, anything to be happy for nowadays. And I love it. I love it. Always about the positivity, right? So let's start off that Friday with some positivity. All right. Talk to you in the morning.